you already know what it is. Real Nerd Hours with Chet and Denzel. Hello, Chet. Hello, Denzel. How's it going? I, I'm okay. I've been packing stuff up because I'm moving. And let me tell you what sucks. Moving. Huh. Yeah, I yep. agree. Awful. Do you have like a truck or something that you're moving stuff back and forth in? I haven't been actually transporting the stuff yet. At this point, it's just like packing up. But out of the three people that were in my apartment, I... And the last one out, like Nikki's already gone, Hong's already gone, and being the most physically fit out of the three of us, that means I have to do all the carrying of heavy shit. I have a dolly and a little hand truck if you want to use them. Well, I'm going to be having my uh, my dad and my brother come by with that kind of stuff tomorrow for my stuff. Okay. So like all the really big stuff, but uh, up until that point. A lot of boxes that I've had to carry. <laughs> it's awful. Carrying yep. boxes is fucking terrible. It's the worst. And that's why I bought the dolly and the hand truck. Boom. Because I fucking hate carrying boxes. Yeah. Yeah. We all know moving sucks. Share your moving stories on the subreddit. This week on the Patreon, we have Thor 2011 commentary featuring me and Charles. And uh, we go through the Thor movie. We're going to continue this uh, commentary streak up until probably uh i want to say infinity war but uh i'm not sure when the dvd release for um captain marvel is gonna happen so it's not entirely possible for me to uh say whether or not we'll get captain marvel commentary as well but we're gonna do all of them up until i guess every movie released uh this year 2018 uh, but speaking of the Patreon, I want to give a shout out to all of our lovely patrons helping to make this happen. Adrian T, Ash Princess Midna, Bryce D, Brian R, CJW, Charles S, Chet Brown, Chris Dad, neither of our fathers again, uh, Daniel, Dickie, Dynamo, Emilio R, Eric P, Fun Kilo, James A.W., John O., Mello, Michael V., Mike C., Patrick M., uh, Nikki, Rare Steak, Rory M., Sacred Fire, Samurai Jack to Face Ripper, Saul G., Scythode, Spirit Fury Fire, Swervelo, Vidal S., X the the X janitor X, <laughs> uh, you repeat and Zalora. Thanks everybody for supporting us on the Patreon. We appreciate the support. And, uh, for those of you listening at home, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash real nerd hours. And you can find all of our lovely, lovely content on there. Let's get into the show. I suppose, uh, welcome to real nerd hours, your favorite slice of life podcast. So, Chet, there's been some news this week. There have been some big happenings, and the first of which, uh, which I'm sure you're all aware of, because we're all fucking nerds here, Smash Bros. came out. You know, Chet, I'm not going to lie to you. This is the most excited about a video game that I've been in a very long time. It is absurd to me 
how excited everyone, myself included, has been about this one. It's really weird because, like, I'm sure listeners at home and you yourself, Chet, have noticed that I've been completely ambivalent about, no, indifferent about yeah. <laughs> uh, about Smash, mainly because, like, I never played it when I was younger. Oh, or, okay. I mean, I did. I played the first one. We had it for 64. And then my sister played a lot of Melee. That was the second one, right? Yeah. But after that, like, I just stopped paying attention to it. I mean, it. that is the case for a lot of people our age. Like, just when you hit that high school, especially because Brawl came out when we were, like, seniors. So, like, by that time, a lot of people were, like, video games. I don't I'm, – I'm playing basketball. I'm going to college. I don't, I don't have time for video games, you know? I love basketball. So – yeah, it just kind of felt lackluster for a lot of people for a while. And I mean, like Smash 4, I played it. I had it for DS. I didn't have it for Wii U just because I never got around to getting it, basically. Uh, and so, yeah, I wasn't, I didn't care all that much. Like, I, re- I played a lot of Brawl because unlike those people with lives, that was <laughs> the time when I was playing the most video games, mm-hmm. especially like in an in-person setting with friends like that was a good game for us to all play and uh but yeah so smash 4 just didn't really do it for me but then smash ultimate was like yo okay so i know a lot of people didn't really care for brawl and smash 4 tried to correct some of that smash ultimate bringing back the directional dashing bringing back dash dashing dash dancing we're bringing back you know we're, we're making this more competitive than we've ever intended it to be obviously melee has intense competition and you know it's lasted for 17 years but fuck that yeah exactly i mean it's 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 a fucking old game time to throw out your crts ultimates in town we're doing this shit yeah you know i was watching i found myself uh surprised because i sat and i watched like 12 hours of a stream it's ridiculous yeah it's a good game and now it's got meters in it yeah which is going to be turned off for competitive play you know it is <laughs> it's actually really funny because like uh when i when i got it i'm borrowing my brother's switch because i don't have one yet i'll probably get one kind of for the express purpose of playing this game i might like i want one i i I want it. I want I want to get a Switch. I want to get Zelda. I want to get Mario. I want to get Smash. Like this is this was the game that finally had me make up my mind as far as like a Switch goes. Because yeah. before I was like there's no way I'm fucking buying this. Zelda fucking overrated. Yeah. Mario fucking overrated. Mario Kart fucking overrated. <laughs> All those games Splatoon 2 fucking whack. Like I don't and now like I don't know if they put their games on sale or whatever, but like this having five games that I can play for the next like year or so. Yeah. I mean that, those right. are going to last you a while. And I mean, yeah. when I played it, I mean, I, I just had some friends come over on Friday when it when it dropped and we just played it all day. And I had no intention of that being the only thing I did all day, but that ended up being the only thing we did all day. And it didn't even feel like stale. And we were just pretty much unlocking characters and just dicking around. And uh, that game's fun. Dude, you know what? Let me ask you something. Now that it has meters, is it a fighting game? I suppose it's more of a fighting game now than it was before. 
But let me tell you, they did not do a good job of balancing the final smashes because... Yeah, the Ice Climbers final smash is ridiculous. It's stupid, but it also, like... It's really good on some stages and against certain characters and completely useless against other people. Okay, so I will tell you of the streams that I watched, they were playing on like what I assume to be the competitive matches where it's like the three tier base level, second level. Oh, so it's the uh, the battlefield versions. Yeah. Yeah, So it'll be good there because it's a small stage that's kind of centered around that shape. Yeah. So, yeah, that's <laughs> ridiculous. It's a little good there. Uh, but then there's other characters like Peach, for example. Her final smash at low percents is pretty much completely useless. And then at high percents is just a free kill no matter what. Like, I don't know. It's it's really hard to to balance those. I mean, there's other stuff like I, I don't remember what uh, or like Bowser's is really fucking good. It's pretty much just you, motherfucker. You're dead. <laughs> OK. Uh, so, I, yeah, I'm pretty sure those those are going to be turned off for any sort of competitive play. <laughs> I mean, I guess they would have to just even talking about how unbalanced that stuff is. And I'm not sure whether or not like Nintendo is going to be banning characters or not Nintendo. I'm yeah, sorry, the competitions are going to ban characters. I doubt it. If they let Bayonetta through in Smash Four, I don't think people are going to be willing to ban characters in this one, especially not so early. Like I know some people are saying Young Link is shaping up to be crazy good. Ken is looking really strong. Meta Knight's dumb again, but. It's it's been less than a week. We don't we don't know what the good tech is yet. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. That that game is really fun. You know, if you're on the fence about it, you know, check out some streams. And uh Yeah, you know, streams are an underrated way to get like the gist of a game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, as much fun as I've been having with it, you know, I'm not playing it I hadn't been playing it in like a one on one setting. I'd only been doing like three or four people at a time items on because we're just unlocking stuff right i'm not trying to like be competitive with this i might do some tournaments i probably (laughs) but (laughs) the smash scene in san diego is actually kind of large too yeah uh we have i know at least ito who is a transplant from norcal he's down here for school shout out to that guy he's gotten like top eight finishes at multiple majors so Having him there levels up our whole ass scene. So we actually have a pretty strong scene down here. Nice. Question for you. Is the reason why Smash wasn't present or on the main stage for Evo last year because of TV rights or whatever Nintendo's fuck shit was? I don't actually know. I know people were tired of seeing Melee at like actual finals day because... I know there's a bunch of like FGC versus smash drama and memes and stuff, but Evo is a, an FGC focused event. And I also think it's, it has to do with sponsorship because I think people pay for those slots to like get those prime time. Like Capcom dumps a lot of money into funding Evo. So I think that is a factor. Same thing with Bandai Namco getting, you know, BB tag in there before the game was released like that 
was pretty controversial. So I think that's a factor, but people were tired of seeing Melee on finals day and Smash 4 was kind of on the decline at the time anyway. And phew, that grand finals was bad. So it's a good thing that didn't they, they didn't make that on Sunday. So that's I think that's the only reasoning. I'm pretty sure they're going to push Smash Ultimate as a as a competitive thing. We're probably going to see it on you know as like the third to last game in some big tournaments that are not normally smash centered yeah at least to test the waters for like the first year or so yeah yeah i mean within the first year we're probably going to see it more prominently than you know in a couple of years when other newer games come out as well but yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with this. There's been kind of more merging of fighting game scenes lately. Like Dragon Ball Fighters brought a lot of people together. Smash Ultimate's bringing a lot of people together. I doubt Mortal Kombat 11 is going to do the same, which was just announced, by the way. That looks. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Ed Boon. Yeah. Ed Boon, I, he's one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. Yeah. Because he's like one of those dudes who doesn't take it too seriously. And he just has fun with all of his posts. Yeah, that's actually one thing I love about older American game devs. Like, we have multiple characters in Mortal Kombat that were started by jokes and by rumors and secrets yeah, and shit. Shoutouts to Dive Kick. What up, Dave yeah. Lang? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's not the kind of thing you would ever see in a AAA Japanese developed title, you know? Oh, well, I mean,. Maybe back in the day, but today that's super rare because everyone, you know, there's a lot of money on the line where they're still doing it. Like they're still out here just having fun with it. And I, I like that attitude. So yeah, shout outs to them. Yeah. Shout outs. But yeah. I'm curious to see how, uh, how things will shape up with smash competitively. It's a lot of people are giving it a shot for the first time in a while. So, All right. Yeah. Now it's time for the most important question that's ever come up on this show ever. Oh. Who do you want to see in Smash? Who did you who do you wish they had put in Smash? Right now the top of my list is actually Alucard from uh, <laughs> Symphony of the Night. So he could do his phase step. Yeah, like they have him as an assist trophy and at first I was like, okay, Alucard would be cool, you know, like he would work. But then seeing him as an assist trophy, I'm like, oh, they could really make this work. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um, Anybody else? There's a few. There's a few that I, I'm surprised Waluigi isn't in. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Memes aside, why isn't Waluigi in? Yeah, that's really weird. That's like, especially because like, I mean, granted, it was meme popularity on the internet. Yeah. But like maybe Japanese developers, specifically Nintendo doesn't take that shit seriously at all. Like they see the popularity and like, they're like, this can't be an earnest. So we're not going to do it. I suppose. So I don't, I don't know what it is, but I'm like, he was an assist trophy in fucking brawl. So like he kind of had a move set already. Just put him in. And I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, that is a strange one to me. I was shocked to see Joker announced, by the way. that yeah. I never saw that coming. Did we talk about that last week? No, it wasn't announced last week. Oh, okay. So Joker, I thought it was DC Comics Joker. <laughs> and I was just like, that's a really weird choice. Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. But like, 
I he's an iconic character, but <laughs> seems very weird. Yeah, because like they do have like the realism involved with uh with Snake. Yeah. And yeah. you could be like, okay, I could see where they're going with this. But, but I feel like they they for Smash, they should put in Batman before they put in Joker. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe DC was like, you can't have Batman, but you can have Joker. <laughs> he's he's just as popular. Yeah. We got to protect Batman. I don't know what I don't know what they would have been thinking, no, but no. I'm glad it's not it's, him. Yeah, no, it's it's Joker, the character from Persona Five, which I've never played, so don't ask me shit. Yeah, but other other people I would like to see. Goku, Gino. I'm surprised that Goku's not in it already. I wouldn't have... I could really go either way on that one. Like, he's not a video game character, which they've at least stuck to. That's pretty much the only hard and fast rule at this point, Mm -hmm. is that they're all characters that were developed for video games. But if anyone were to break that, it would probably be Goku. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I would have to play him just just because. <laughs> yeah, imagine him having the same charge up as uh, Metroid's girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> where you, you charge up and then you can roll and continue charging for the Kamehameha, and then his meter thing is I don't know fucking spirit bomb. I Honestly, assume. you can just make him a, a reskin of Lucario. <laughs> yeah, just call yeah. it a day. <laughs> God damn. My my characters that I want to see in there now that we're including people like Joker from DC Comics, uh, <laughs> Franklin from GTA Five, actually excuse me, Lamar from GTA Five, uh, Johnny Mnemonic, Keanu Reeves, of course. Um, I want to see the dude from Videodrome. I don't remember his name, but whoever Gary Busey played, <laughs> iconic, <laughs> iconic. He's an iconic character from a movie. Want to see Judge Dredd? Yep, yep. Give me uh, Tupac. I want the Grinch. <laughs> Put the Grinch in there. I want to see Cat Kate Sith. Oh man, that would actually be a really good fit. That yeah. actually could work. Yeah. Um, I want to see that book. Atlas Obscura in it. It would be really funny if they just put a book in as a playable character. Give me Ben Shapiro. <laughs> oh shit. Um put a Steam Link in there. <laughs> you have Young Link, you've got Old Link, now you've got Steam Link. It's perfect. It's a perfect setup. It's perfect. God yep. damn it. At first I wanted to do some trivia and I was just like, dog. It was based around Smash, and I was just like, Doug, is it Young Link or Kid Link? Oh, it's Young Link, yeah. Yeah, but people who don't play Smash regularly won't know. Yeah. But people who play video games are familiar with Link, but they won't know if it's Kid Link or Young Link. I suppose, I mean, he was in Melee, so a lot of people might remember from that. And then, of course, there's also Toon Link. Toon Link is Toon Link in this game? Yes, all oh. three, all so three are in the game. You have Young Link, Toon Link, Old and Link, and Steam, Steam Link. Link. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, I guess that's all the dumb jokes I have about <laughs> uh, characters, <laughs> at least about Smash for now. Tune yeah. in next week when we think m- more about this actually ahead of time. Yeah. So another. <laughs> In other video game news uh, lately, there was the uh, the video game awards last week. Did you watch it? Hell no. 
I didn't watch it either. I would only typically for award shows. What I like to do is, uh, if I'm not watching it live with the audience because I wasn't at home at the time, what I prefer to do is just keep up with it through Twitter. Yeah, I mean that's and there was I, a, not even an intentional thing. I'll just be browsing and then I'll get the updates. Yeah, and based on the activity on Twitter this year, not too much happened yeah, outside no. of Sonic Fox, which for some reason freaked a lot of people out. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're a listener to this show, you probably at least have some idea of FGC happenings as fighting games. If, if, you're if not you part don't of know, that. <laughs> if you <laughs> have no idea what we're talking about. But uh, yeah, Sonic Fox is probably the best fighting game player in the world right now. And it, I say that with a little bit of chagrin just because I'm a bit of an old head. and <laughs> <laughs> but, Old head shit. Man, I don't listen to no little Yachty. Yeah, little not, I, you don't know nothing about old men who are 40 rapping the lyrics <laughs> to their old songs talking about beating dudes up. <laughs> Selling drugs. Exactly. Y'all ain't even heard of Rakim. You ain't never. You you don't even know who bitch this is. You don't know about that. Y'all cowards don't even smoke crack. You don't even know about Evo Moment 34. 37. 37. Get it right. But yeah, like, you know, I want to say that Justin Wong is still on top. I want to say that Daigo's still on top. Tokido, whatever. Ooh, not Daigo. Not Daigo. I mean, Daigo's like, he's still. Very good. He's still probably top 50 in the world overall, but that's only top 50. He's not yeah. like easy top 10 anymore. Justin Wong is washed. Justin Wong's pretty washed. <laughs> yeah. And like, I don't know if he even, he's like the type of washed where it's like, I still do this because I like it, but I'm not like competitive. He'll still just make random top eights though. That's the weird thing. And I think that's just because he's so. It's because winning is a habit for him. Pretty much. And you can't <laughs> drop winning. Pretty much. Like, he plays Manat in Street Fighter V, and she fits his play style so well, and that's very hard for a lot of players to, to deal with. So if you're not in that top, top echelon of players, you probably just can't beat Justin Wong. Yeah. Like, of course, you know, everyone gets lucky sometimes or, you know, you there's a have minimum skill ceiling, skill floor yeah. for beating Justin Wong. Pretty and much. Most like, people don't meet that. Yeah. And that that's true of most top players. But someone who's been in the game for so long, that's extra true. But yeah. back to Sonic Fox. He's been dominant in like five games, three of which con- concurrently. <laughs> Injustice, Street Fighter, Dragon Ball. No, not Street Fighter. So it's Injustice, Injustice 2, uh, Mortal Kombat 10, Dragon Ball. Um, oh, Skullgirls, of course. Skullgirls. Skullgirls is where you got to start, but uh-huh. that's, you know, not a lot of people even are aware of that. But he's still also very good at most other games. Like, he's still better than me at Street Fighter. Still solid in Marvel Infinite. Well, no, actually, he was also one of the best in Marvel Infinite. Um, but yeah, the, the kid is just made of talent for this. And so during his acceptance speech, he said a quote, something to the effect of, I'm a black gay furry, pretty much everything that a Republican hates. Well, I mean, 
Where's the lie? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, here here come all the anti-politics exactly talk guys. Like, oh, uh, why can't I have my nice gaming event without being reminded that Republicans are bad people who hate blacks and gays? Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, I can't. Oh no. <laughs> oh, you can't oh, escape. No. no. Oh no. So the other, the other part of that pissed people off was a lot of people just don't really pay attention to fighting games. And like, of course, it's those fucking cretins crawling out of the sewer for the first time. Yeah. Anytime anything happens during the year that like remotely relates to politics involving gaming. Oh, yeah. So the last thing this was announced just today in prep for the uh, Capcom Pro Tour Capcom Cup finals happening this week uh capcom is introducing a new program for street fighter 5 to basically let your character become a nascar car so you can put ads all over yourself and that'll get you in-game currency oh wow and i'm not joking (laughs) oh so the individual players can't actually make real life money from it no no you're getting you're getting in-game currency by allowing ads on your characters but hold on why not offer that to the pro players and then you it's a win-win because then you can be on espn with like laura and like a baggy t-shirt and sweatpants or whatever <laughs> and just have ads all over her. i think this is a precursor to that Okay. Because it's an individual player thing. You can choose to turn it on or not. And like if you play if you have it turned off and you play against someone who has it on, you're still gonna see the ads, but it's like you don't get anything for it. But if you choose to play with that on, you do. But what I'm thinking is is that people are gonna use this as a means of enticing sponsors for streamers and for tournament players and you know, other people who play in front of people. Like, okay, cool, you get, it's like 12 fucking fight money. That's nothing per game you play for yourself. But, you know, there are people who regularly get at least 500 viewers on Twitch. Like, that's, yeah, that's, dog, fuck that. That's not enough. That's, I mean, like, whatever they're offering players to put ads on characters. It's not enough. No, as if right now it absolutely is not. But I have a feeling it's gonna it's going to expand. I, I mean, think they're like, just doing this as a test to see how many people are actually willing to do it. Yeah, because I, I think as of right now it's just like Sony, Capcom, and Red Bull who are already sponsoring the shit out of that game. So yeah, but the issue the issue isn't like making ad revenue. The issue is the game's not fucking popular. Yeah, that's that's kind of the craziest thing to me is that they're doing this at this point in the game's life where, yeah, I mean, they're still rolling out new content for it, but I think most people are kind of done with Street Fighter V. If you're not a serious player, then you probably don't care about it. Yeah. I don't. I bought it twice. And- <laughs> And I don't even play it. I mean, I'll play it like a couple times a year, usually just in prep for Evo, because I might as well enter a game. Yeah. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So I... But the most harrowing thing to me is that, okay, Street Fighter is doing this. It's a small game, small-ish game. It's still you know one of the biggest fighting games, but... 
What if, say, Epic decided to do that? Oh, God. It makes so much fucking money. That would be dumb money. Printing money just... And, like, there's so many players that would just do it. Like, if it's something that they like. If someone likes Monster Energy, yeah, why not deck your character out with Monster Energy? I mean, they already have, like, the fucking Samsung Galaxy skin. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They could do it. They They could definitely do do it. Oh, my God. And they could get away with it, too. Oh, man. They could... Oh, my God. It wouldn't even look out of place in Fortnite. No, not at all. Did we talk about Epic's game launcher? Yeah, we we mentioned okay. that with last year, last week with uh, the new Steam competition, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn, dog. I mean, if they do it and then they get, oh my god, <laughs> that's a brilliant idea. I mean, like the funny thing is, uh, there's a book out that's called steal like an artist which is more or less saying like yo it's okay to be influenced by other people and like lightly plagiarize it it doesn't say that directly but it says it in so many words oh yeah i mean there's a a famous phrase ironically no one knows knows who the original attribution is but uh it's bad artist copy great artist steal yeah absolutely there is no reason why not to. Yeah, and Epic does a great job of that. Like 100%. <laughs> They're so good at it. They will just rip mechanics out of games or like some things out of games and they'll just use it. They'll just use it. They'll say fuck it. Yeah. Uh one thing that they took was like the um the ATV when uh Call of Duty Black Ops dropped. Uh-huh. They just took the ATV right out of the game, Excellent. or not right out of the game, but they had an ATV. So they, uh, or Call of Duty had an ATV, so Fortnite got an ATV. Easy, and they they've done it with several other mechanics. I mean, the whole game essentially yeah, effectively. Is that, right, one of their clients was doing it, and they said, eh, "Maybe we can do it too." Yeah, and they managed to do it. Look at all their dances. Yeah, all oh, of yeah. those are just straight ripoffs. <laughs> they really are. It's really intense. And they're like doing like the callous business practice of not like attributing any of uh, the dance moves to the artist so they can't be sued for like copyright infringement. It's, it's kind of, I think that is going to be a bit of an issue because, I mean, I know there's talk about like you can't copyright, copyright a dance. Yeah, you can't yeah. copyright a dance, but there's some stuff that's like, it's really obvious where this came from and like who popularized this. And you're just straight up lifting those. Like the Millie Rock is probably the most obvious one to me because it's called the Millie Rock. That's named after the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a two, his name's Two Millie, I want to say. Yeah. And that's like his only claim to fame. Yeah. Millie Rock on any block. A Millie Rock on any block. And like they brought it back in another song more recently. But yeah, yeah. like. We'll see what happens with that. I, I doubt they're going to lose any fucking lawsuits. At the worst, they're going to have to pay out like 10 grand to someone. I mean, what I'm hoping they do is just fucking settle with the dude because it's obvious that they stole the fucking dance from yeah. him. Yeah. It's obvious. Just, just fucking pay him out, dog. That's, like, that's probably all he wants anyway. Yeah. He doesn't. I mean, like. Or even just call and dance to fucking Millie Rock. That would also be nice. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, So. I have two things that I want to talk about briefly. What you got? What you got? Um, first, I want to I want to talk about healthy foods real quick. Uh-huh. And this might make some of you guys hungry at home, but like 
I'm doing my diet shit. I fell off the train for a little bit, but I'm back on it. And I've been eating healthier foods and like looking at quote unquote recipes for healthy foods online. And some of these people are fucking insane. She says like, yo, eat cold rice because it, cooling rice, I should say, because it prevents like, uh, or it's digested more easily than warm rice. Is that even true? I don't know. I have fucking no idea (laughs) because like what, what the problem is, is like the internet is full of bro scientists who believe all kinds of like weird off the wall shit about all kinds of things. And it's really difficult to disprove what they say because like in a lot of instances they have studies, right? But if you're diligent, what you can do is you can look at the study and see how they tested the abstract of the study and like how far along they went. Like if you don't think, and this is the part that's reliant on opinion, but if you don't think a sample size of like 15 people is good enough to like test out how much starch absorption you get in your upper digestive tract, like then it's probably not a good study for you, right? Like you want to look for more conclusive evidence, yeah. especially if it's like in 50% of people, it gave them extra absorption of the nutrients in the starch. And in the other people, it didn't really promote that. Like if it's 50, 50, and or I guess it couldn't be with an odd number. But yeah, with an odd number. Yes, if it's if it's close to split down the middle, then like you should probably ignore the study, especially if it's got a small st- sample size. Fifteen people is basically nothing. Yeah, right. Like if it's even if you want to say like a hundred people, right? Like a hundred people is actually a pretty decent number. Yeah, yeah. But like it would have to be in the like high 70% for me to take it like, Oh, okay. Like this is probably true for me. And also you don't, you would also need to know the parameters of like, okay, how hot are you comparing to how cold? Yeah. Like, are you what temperature 120 degree rice where it's like fresh out the pot or is it like 90 degree rice versus, I don't know, 40 degree rice where it's actually cold. Yeah. Right. It's, it's difficult to say because there are a lot of different variables that go into it. And a lot of it's just like dumb junk science. Oh yeah. Or even worse, it'll be from a study in the eighties or like the early nineties or something. And they're referencing like this super old study that's been debunked, but like it, it seems true, right? Like going through certain studies that seem true because like they have a high number of participants, but like they didn't, um, I can't remember the term for it, but, uh, It's their methods were like shitty. Sure. Like, okay, so we didn't test for this variable, but we did test for this one. But if we had tested for this first one, it would disprove everything in our second variable set. I mean, one thing that that sucks for, you know, naive Internet users is that you can have real medical research and real dietary studies sponsored by companies. And so though that research might be kind of skewed towards, oh, yeah, Coca-Cola really isn't that bad for you. Sponsored by Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like that's those will get published just the same as real research and real studies done. But, you know, it's hard to tell the difference between, you know, okay, here's 
realmedicaljournal.com versus reallifesciencemedicaljournal.com. <laughs> like, I don't know which of these to trust. Yeah, and it just comes with practice looking at studies. And so going back to the food items, some motherfucker was like, yo, uh, you should eat ground beef with uh, Greek yogurt, cooling rice, and some fucking herb, some kimchi. Interesting. And it's like I get that that in itself, it sounds like it's supposed to promote like probiotics yeah. with the kimchi and the Greek yogurt. Sure. But like are you fucking telling me you mix all that shit in a bowl and you eat it? I, and that's what this picture is of. Oh, gross. It's of somebody who took all that shit and mix, <laughs> bless you, who took all that shit and mixed it into a bowl and is shoving it in their fucking gullet. Disgusting. There probably is a way to make that actually appetizing. Like plain Greek yogurt does work kind of well as like a neutral kind of sour sauce. But with kimchi... And then with ground beef and cold rice or cooling rice. Yeah. Yeah. Miss me me all the way the fuck with that. And then, like, of course, if you watch the average bodybuilder's channel, because for a while there I was, like, contemplating getting into powerlifting and bodybuilding, I I would watch some of these channels, and these cats will cook, like, a chicken breast or something and just put salt and pepper on it, and that'll be it. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you don't believe in seasoning your food? Like, why do all these bodybuilders out here not season their food? It's fucking insane. (laughs) It's... Yeah, um, when you're going for competition bodybuilding, like when you're trying to get full on god of aesthetics, uh-huh, uh-huh. apparently the extra calories and sodium and whatever else from actual seasonings, that's not in their macros, so they they are against it. Like salt and pepper is too much if you're trying to go for like. The day before a competition, which is get the fuck out of here for real. Yeah, if you're like super serious about it, yeah. No, I mean like this is a conversation that I had with somebody the other day, where the difference would probably be negligible if you were to like actually test it. Yeah. So, at least in the beginning stages of losing weight for me, I was bouncing between doing keto and not doing keto. Okay. And I was like, well. If I'm losing seven pounds a month on not on keto and I'm losing like eight and a half on keto, I don't think that difference is great enough for me to give a fuck about. Yeah. Like four years from now, assuming that the rate stays about the same uh, or four years, about a year from now, if the rate stays the same, like I don't I don't think I'd care about like the extra – 17 pounds or whatever that yeah, I would have I mean, lost. It would be about another month's worth of effort, maybe two. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like with these bodybuilders, like the salt, does it, does it really make that big of a difference? Like, I, I mean, I guess the salt would be to dry out the skin, yeah. to increase the vascularity. Yeah. So you would want to have the salt. But like pepper – dog i don't yeah i don't know what that's actually doing i could understand not drinking any water because you want to like have a certain look which is like 
not healthy at all. No, it's really not. Uh, but if you're going day before the competition and you don't want to have like adobo seasoning on your fucking chicken because you think it's going to fucking make you look a little bit more plump in the sides. Like, I don't know, man. I, yeah. It, but what gets me is people will follow, you know, the best of the best bodybuilders. You know, I don't know who's, who's on top right now, but let's just uh, say like Ronnie Coleman or whatever. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler. Maybe these are two old people. Those, yeah. Phil, those are older, but Phil Heath, I think is a guy that's yeah, around. I don't know. There's but, Kai, that crazy ass fucking dude who looks like he's a disciple of Wu Tang, but oh, like man. the actual Wu Tang from China. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so like they'll, they'll be looking at those guys and trying to follow the same shit that they do, but without, being in the gym like six hours a day yeah which is what you have to do to get to that level so it's like yeah you should be eating well and you should be eating healthy and yeah don't cook your all your stuff in vegetable oil don't eat deep fried foods yeah okay that's fine but you can't go all the way on one of these measures you have to go all the way all the way yeah (laughs) yeah you gotta have you got to have everything yeah. if you want to make it. And I don't know why uh, certain things don't work out. Like I don't – one of the biggest problems that I have is like finding out whether or not like certain things are actually bad for you. Like for instance, butter turns out not really that bad for you. It's just like everything else, moderation. Yeah. Uh, eggs, fine. Um, egg yolks, fine. Yeah. Egg whites, fine they're better for you but they're fine it it basically every i don't want to say like every natural thing under the sun is good for you in the right amounts but in some ways it, it everything has its own use so like okay yeah nuts for example like say almonds almonds are very calorie dense so if you're trying to lose weight because you need to get your calorie intake down yeah, almonds are not what you want to eat. But if you need to get your calorie intake up, then that's a good source of clean protein that you can just snack on all day that can get your numbers up like that. But what's good for one person is bad for another. And like, Yeah, if you're allergic to tree nuts, you don't want to fucking eat almonds. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I look at these healthy recipes and a lot of the time, especially like, for the keto recipes and this was like a larger turn off for me like a lot of them lack seasoning yeah or you have to find stuff that you like right like i'm capable at this point of just eyeballing a recipe and being like all right that sounds like it's dope like yeah. i'll fuck with that and like if i go to a keto recipe site i'm like yo so you're only putting salt pepper and cayenne pepper on this piece of chicken like what no, it, no, huh? thank you. Um, oh, don't eat chicken thighs. You want chicken breast because the fat is bad for you. It's like, no, the fat's not bad for you. Dog. And it's it's such a negligible difference, but people make it out to be a big thing. Like if yeah. all you're eating is chicken skin, okay, yeah, let's yeah, let's like chill on shoveling that. it in your mouth. Like you're going over to KFC while people are like not in the area and you're just peeling the skin off all the chicken and eating only yeah. that. Yeah. Maybe you can chill on that. <laughs> the, the skin burglar. <laughs> but uh Colonel's greatest nemesis, his own son, became the skin burglar. He would go into KFC stores and just eat the skin off of all the chicken. <laughs> Give me that extra crispy. Yeah. 
yeah, I want a skin. One day his father came home and found him wearing the skin of a chicken oh. fried. Oh. He was laying on his bed pretending to be a giant thigh. <laughs> he couldn't resist. It broke his father. He, didn't, he needed to know how it felt. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, the other thing that I wanted to touch on briefly, uh, and this is going to be super brief, uh, in-game economies suck, uh, especially online ones. Yeah. And they always have. They always will. They were designed from the beginning to exploit people, and that's what it's designed around. It's not designed around to like make sure the system's fair. It's definitely rigged against you. Uh, it's rigged against whoever plays. The house always wins, baby. Yeah. The always. Always. And that's all I wanted to say. Yeah. I don't think that really needs much elaboration. Yeah. Yeah. No one should be obvious by now. Yeah. yeah. Reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. You know the motherfucking deal. Yeah. You know, I know what the deal. First question this week, which was actually from last week, comes from Juice Campbell. He says, first off, corn is bullshit, much like anime. Agreed. Yeah, disagreed. Anime is bullshit, though. <laughs> Second, I've slowly been poisoning my girlfriend with anime lately. So far, she's become heavily invested in My Hero Academia and watch Yu Yu Show. She's currently watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure from part one, and I hope to get her hooked on Hunter x Hunter afterwards. My question is, in your opinion, what is the essential anime watch list in order to become an entry-level weeb? Uh... I can tell you from my personal experience that I am not on a weeb scale at all. Um, I watch a lot of anime, but like Jojo's Bizarre Adventure was my cutoff. Like I couldn't watch. I watched like part of the first season and I was like, these dudes are explaining too much shit to me that I'm seeing on screen. The animation sucks. Uh, The characters, although it's like a fun, weird world. Yeah. Like I don't want to sit through six or seven more episodes of these dudes explaining what a punch is. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I I don't think there's any catch-all for for everyone. I think shonen's probably the easiest genre to get into as Americans just cuz we're kind of used to action pacing and we accept superheroes whereas, you know, like a romance story yeah, it's a nice little romance story, but how is that any different than a TV show or a movie? You know, it's it's too grounded sometimes. So, to, in order to get someone hooked on anime and like get them to be a fucking weeaboo, I think Shonen's the way to go. And I I think you actually started on a pretty pretty nice list. Hunter Hunter might be a little slow as of right now. If she liked Yu Yu Hakusho, you know. Obviously, there's there's some similarity there, but I mean, you can always throw in Cowboy Bebop, Space Dandy. I think some of the shorter series, and if she's into like slapstick or anything like gag anime, that also may be a good way to go. But the one thing to watch out for with gag anime is that they're often very very Japanese so if you don't already know about the stuff you won't really get it or you're going to be explaining a bunch of jokes and that's just no fun for anyone no not at all so yeah I don't know I mean Evangelion's coming to Netflix soon 
That show sucks. I actually haven't watched it. I've seen a lot of clips. I know the general story. And I don't really Shinji have any. masturbates on an unconscious woman. I mean, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's the 14-year-old experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess for, for other entry-level stuff, just find out what, she's, what she likes. And any... Like, if she's really into My Hero, then just stick with Shonen. And yeah, One Punch is a really good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Oh, I didn't think of that. The Grinch. The Grinch. Excellent g- anime. Good anime. Uh, calm down. It's just a sweater. It's, 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 it's a catchphrase. I guess. I don't, I don't, <laughs> that movie is going to suck. <laughs> All of the Grinch movies are bad, with the exception of the first one. Right. All of them are bad, especially Jim Carrey with his fucking jaundice eyeballs. I think that one is at least going to be a better representation of the Grinch than this shit. <laughs> Fair enough. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, maybe Nikki. Uh, well, I guess it, would, it depends on what she's into. But like, I think Nikki would be a really good resource because like she watches anime that Chet and I don't. Yeah. She watches a lot of anime. Like she watches a shitload of anime. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, other other new stuff that I would recommend is like the that time I got reincarnated as a slime is a good show, like actually well done. So that's one to check out. Yeah, yeah. Next question comes from Rella Rella, also from last week, and he asks, "What do you guys think about Korean barbecue?" And congrats on making it to one hundred. Ah, oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I like Korean barbecue. I like. Basically everything on the menu at most Korean barbecue places. It's good. I also like all you can eat things because I can put it away when I want to. I think Korean barbecue is cool, but like the issue that I have is like I have a tendency to go there and overeat as does yeah. everybody because yeah. it's all you can eat and they don't stop you until that two hours hits <laughs> at some places. At least there's a two hour limit, but, uh, Afterwards, I like just have the meat sweats. Oh yeah, and it's like gross. It's when you gross just feel feeling. like heavy and bloated, and yeah. yeah. And then when you sweat, it like you can just taste the barbecue. <laughs> it smells like the barbecue. Ah, uh, yeah, it's great. Become one with the barbecue. It's great. Uh, one thing I will recommend, if ever given the opportunity, uh, bring a Korean chef with you when going to a Korean barbecue place. Yeah. Because those people are fucking hanging out everywhere on every street corner. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I had an opportunity. One of our listeners, shout outs, uh, is married to a Korean man who used to work in restaurants. He might still, I don't remember. And, uh, I don't think that place normally served what we got, but because he asked for it, in Korean and was just like chatting with the waitress and schmoozing with the staff. They're like, yeah, cool. You get all this stuff. We didn't order a damn thing. He took care of it all. And it was amazing. (laughs) That's very nice. Yeah. Last question for this week comes from Rella Rella as well. And he asks, any thoughts on the VGAs or Sonic Fox? Oh, we covered that. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) No, we don't have any opinions on that one. Oh, actually, there was one more thing I wanted to say on that, which was the other people who were mad about Sonic Fox winning were people who didn't pay attention to fighting games at all. And they're like, 
dude, no one even plays fighting games. What? How is this the esports player of the year? Like when this CSGO player that I've never heard of, he's clearly a better E athlete. <laughs> Why didn't Richard Lewis win? Yeah. <laughs> I like, shut up. Does your player, is your player the by far most dominant player in that game? Four years in multiple games. The crazy thing about that is like, I'm pretty sure in Counter-Strike, that's not a game in which you can be dominant as a singular person. No, it's a team game. Yeah. Like, there are a lot of those uh, first-person shooters where, effectively, two is greater than one at all times. Yeah. Like, at all times. It doesn't matter. Because, like, what ends up happening is as soon as you run into two people as a singular person... You're dead. Yeah. Like they can output more damage to you than you can to either of them. Or maybe you can kill one of them. Right. But you're but definitely then the other dead. one is going to take you out. Yeah. And like this, the skill gap between all top players, it's so negligible that two great players are just going to be better than one of the best player. It, yeah. It's just how it works. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And then, of course, that sparked discussions of like, okay, which is harder, fighting games or shooters? Or like, you know, CSGO or Dragon Ball. Like, which is harder? It's like, dude, this is a completely different skill set. No one game is harder than the other. A game is a game competitively is only as hard as the competition. So what I will say about that is not necessarily that it would be harder uh to be better at dragon ball but there are more variables to consider in a game like dragon ball just based off of the amount of characters there are alone right and in counter-strike basically if you watch any professional group play there are optimal plays to run in every match you play yeah so if you have a playbook that you can run with like 12 plays and you know how each one of those mechanics works, then that's fine. Like Counter-Strike is definitely going to be way easier to learn than uh, something like, or way easier to be better at than something like um, Dragon Ball. Because like you basically just have a role to play. Yeah. And you play that role in Counter-Strike, whereas in Dragon Ball, you actually have to learn how the mechanics work in order for you to be able to beat somebody. And then you have to know what your opponent is going to do. Yeah, and it's not even just like, okay, if I'm playing as Bardock against this Cell, like, okay, you have to know Bardock's moveset. You have to know Cell's moveset just so you know what he can do. But then there's also player tendencies. And like, oh, this guy likes to super dash. Oh, this guy likes to jump in. This guy stays grounded. Whatever. Yeah. You have to know that if you're playing at that level because you, you got to have every edge possible. And if you think someone's going to super dash, you're going to play differently than if you think someone's just going to run up and grab you. Whereas I'm sure there is some level of that in in shooters, of course. You know, like, oh, does this person like to, to strafe, to bunny hop, whatever. I'm sure there is some level of that, but I don't think there's quite the same level of personal expression in shooters. Like there's only so much that you can actually do. It's 
running, jumping, and shooting with yeah. different guns. And then you throw a grenade. <laughs> yeah. Or you peek around a corner with your op and you quick scope somebody. Yeah. Not to say that those games aren't difficult. Right? No, no, like, definitely not. Like the headshotting people is fucking hard as fuck. Even hitting the target is hard as fuck. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, like I suck at shooters. I'll, I'll definitely admit to that. And, you know, the people who are the best at that game are the best at that game for a reason. It's not just like, oh, they just happen to play more of it. No, they have to put the time and dedication in it. But it's really hard to quantify, is this game harder than another? It's just how good are the people you're playing against? I would I would argue that it takes a lot less brain power to play a shooter than it would uh, a fighter. Yeah, but with the exception of Fortnite, because Fortnite's on some other shit. <laughs> uh, with I would equate it to playing like checkers versus chess, right? Like everybody's got the same move set in fucking checkers, yeah, and everybody's got the same move set in chess, but there are a lot more moves to memorize. Yeah, there's a lot more, a lot more variables at play. Yeah, I mean that that is a thing, but you know, the best checkers player is still going to be a more impressive athlete if you will uh than a mediocre chess player so yeah yeah i mean I'm, most of the people arguing over this shit don't play either game at any competitive level anyway so they yeah. can all suck a dick <laughs> that's fair and again that's not to like minimize the effort that goes into those games because yeah, yeah. i'm sure like i can tell you with the limited hours that i've played of PUBG and call of duty i'm fucking awful at both of them <laughs> and i still can't hit a headshot there are times when i'll dump bullets into somebody and i'll still get killed before they do i think that's some shit <laughs> yeah one time i was playing fortnite actually i was standing there and i had the reticle on the person and i was firing at them at mid-range with like the ak-47 equivalent and every single shot miss them every single shot miss them <laughs> nice spread bro and then they just hit me once with a fucking headshot and i was right. done it's and good. i was just like what the fuck is this this game is bullshit yeah if that's one thing that i can never account for is like spread on the bullets yeah oh, god i've always i that's one of the reasons that uh i don't play shooters that often because it's irritating yeah nah <laughs> losing can't. sucks it does. Yeah. It does. Whatever. That also brings me to another topic, but I'm going to save that for another week because I can go on for a while about that. Okay. Ask me about why losing sucks next week. All right. Sure thing. Uh, thanks, everybody, f- for listening to this week's edition of Real Nerd Hours. Uh, and we'll see you next Thursday. Yeah. Y'all have a good night. Peace.